Chapter 34 Wait for it. Keep your eyes closed, okay? Miri's voice. Okay? Promise? Time is an abacus. I feel it. I can push and pull the pace however I want. Slide minutes away. Bring them back again. Stack and spread the seconds in any order. I promise. Mary breathes. One. Deep. Already inside the short length of its sound, I've cataloged everything. I've mapped this moment in detail. We're in our living room. The ceiling fan is on. I'm below it. Mary's just showered, hair still wet. I can smell her shampoo. Stargazer lilies are in the vase beside our coffee table. Two or three days old, petals open, stamen and anthers wet with full color. The scent tells it all. Mary is seated across the room on the bench by our front door, near her keyboard. I'm laying on our couch. Two pillows beneath my head, Mary's old one on bottom, the new one I never really liked on top. I know what shirt I'm wearing, what shorts. One inconsistency, Mary's shampoo and zero street noise mean it must be late evening, so why aren't we in bed? Again, don't open your eyes. I can feel her checking to make sure. Okay? I nod my reply. I know she's looking. Okay. She's talking to herself. One more breath. Her hands are shaking. She lowers her fingers. They press the keys. The first note comes and brings everything back with it. How had I forgotten this? I know this memory. Priceless. Worth every day of a full life in trade. A perfect memory. Have I made that trade? Am I dead? Is this where I get to stay? Yes. Please be yes. The music stutters. Mary can't make her voice come. She's too nervous. This is Mary's gift to me. The first time... The only time she let me hear her sing. We were in bed, I remember. There beside me, I could sense her brain making noise. Anxious sounds and scared colors moving all through her. She broke the silence, got up, and took my hand. Come with me. In the living room. Lay down. Close your eyes. She moved to her keyboard, and I knew to be present. I recognized the value of what was happening. Mary tries again. The same. Her voice won't. I can feel her becoming embarrassed, scared. It only makes the gift of this that much more expensive. I lie on the couch and feel how my wife loves me. Her fingers lower. She finds the words this time. Once upon, I put it on, thought there's 
nothing wrong. Her voice comes small and unsure. It won't hold for her. A pop song, a simple ballad, pretty. Mary's hands are still shaking. She wipes the damp from her palms. Listen to the words, okay? She doesn't even make it through the first chord this time. I'm sorry. To hear someone apologize for something this beautiful. Again, once upon, I put it on, and no. I can feel her deciding to not try anymore. I open my eyes. Light, shapes. This is real. I get up because she needs me to and sit beside her on the bench. I straddle it, facing Miri, and wrap my arms around her waist, resting my face to her back so she knows I'm not watching. Just there. Miri takes a breath and the words come. My ear pressed to her. They sound as if they're moving through her body and into me. I didn't understand the feeling. Am I stupid for dreaming? Her voice cracks and goes weak, but she pushes through. I had to meet my match, find my other half. Inertia, confidence. She settles in and, oh my God, her voice. I never knew. The stars will align. Our love will stop time. I'll send you a sign. Wait for it. So beautiful. Miri. If you're out there, please look for me. Keep looking. I know you'll see. My eyes are closed and my heart is breaking. This feeling. I am so grateful. Miri's singing echoes soft through the body I'm holding. It fills me. This moment is perfect, and it will never leave me. When you're done, the time will come, and the world will stop spinning. Never leave me. But that's just the beginning.